Hi and welcome to Ego Netcast. I am Martin Lindeskog, and today I'm talking to Brian G. Peters of Buffer. Hello, Brian. Hey, Martin. How's it going today? Good. Yourself? I'm doing extremely. Thank, thank, thank you so much for having me. Great to hear. Uh, and uh, I will start out reading from your bio, and we'll, we'll we talk about how we connected. And uh, thanks uh, other peeps at Buffer and others. So. That so, sounds Brian great. Peters on uh, Lyceum, and then you have a G like George in the middle there, and sharing the Buffer love hashtag on social media at Buffer, blogger for profs and professionals at Go Work Life, at Carl Poly Aluminum, adventures about abound with my love, uh, at Kate, uh, and now the last name there, Maca Colombo. Kate May Colombo and hashtag social smarter and that's probably the topic here how to be so smart and social and San Luis uh, Obispo in California Brian G uh, Greg Peters dot com and uh, you have you are following eight hundred one and uh, two thousand six hundred ninety followers so how are you doing uh, Brian what's up You know, today's a great day, day, Martin. I'm excited to be here and chat with you. Yeah, I think uh, that social smarter is what I'm passionate about, as you could probably tell from my Twitter account. Yep. And uh, we could give a short background here, uh, how we connected. Uh, I had an interview and a conversation with uh, John Ferreira of Nimble, and he mentioned your service uh, during the show. And then I reached out to um, Bufferware and Julia, Uh, was connecting uh, and others and also uh, we'll see here Hallie Griffiths uh, and uh, Darcy and then we connected through a service that maybe in some way had resemblance with Buffer and a virtual assistant you know, using artif- artificial intelligence called uh, uh, x.ai and Amy a personal assistant like a robot on the internet And uh, now I, I recently saw that three days ago you said about the time difference. So it's pretty early in California. But Amy helped it out and now it's around 6 uh, p.m. here in Europe. And at your place it's uh, yeah in the morning, right? Yes, sir. It's uh, 9 a.m. here. You know, I was curious. That Amy service was pretty cool. Is that something you use for all of your podcasts? Yes, uh, when I'm doing this, uh, that I'm using this service called Ringer. So we record f- uh, our conversation uh, through an app called Ringer. And then uh, through that, I, I do uh, using the booking. Uh, and that have helped me mentally very much uh, instead of back and forth with email conversation. I like the email conversation and sometimes you have to do maybe some hands-on, uh, but uh, you don't have to think about it. So yeah, I do that for the conversation uh, I have. When I do my solo show, uh, of course, I, maybe I could send out uh, <laughs> an email to Amy and see and, and she could check my calendar if I'm free right. for myself. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's when other people are involved. But uh, yeah, and you could do it, of Of course, if you want to have meetings um, at offices or at cafes and so on. But I mean, you write it in in English. So if I would start writing emails to my friends and colleagues and contacts here in in Gothenburg, Sweden and other places, maybe that would sound a bit strange. But English speaking, yes, (laughs) it's it's great service. That's great. And are you in Gutenberg, Sweden? Yes, I'm uh, here. I'm also on the West Coast here, um, uh, but another country in Sweden. Gothenburg, yeah. Sweden. Yes. Uh, the second largest city in Sweden. About, yeah, what, uh, how could you say about 500,000, half a million people, depending on your counting. Right, right. And you, you are, uh, tell me about your place in, in California. You know, so being on the Buffer team has allowed me to work remotely around the world. And so actually currently I am in Vancouver, British Columbia Mm -hmm. for the summer until the end of September. It's absolutely gorgeous here. I'm actually looking out the window right now and it's raining, which is pretty typical for the Pacific Northwest during this time. But yeah, so I am here in Vancouver for the summer and doing a bit of traveling after that uh, to Chicago and then maybe Denver, who knows at this point. 
Yeah, that's great. Yeah, uh, and I will contact uh, you through email and others. We we'd, uh, we could uh, do that after the conversation because I listened to your podcast, uh, the uh, lab there, uh, Culture Lab at Buffer. So I listened to the first episode and then I listened to the latest here. And then I got Julia reached out and she asked which was my favorite. So I will reply back to her later on. It's it seems to be like a serial, like a season thing. It was like 13 episodes so far. Yeah, am I right there? Yeah, great question. So that was actually headed up by Courtney Cedar. She's yep. the inclu inclusivity catalyst here at Buffer. Uh, she focuses on a lot of different great things. But yeah, Culture Lab was one of her projects this past quarter. Yep. Uh, we're excited to say that we're actually going to move into a social media podcast here pretty soon. But Culture Lab was great. a great experiment for us talking about culture. And we met a lot of great people through that Culture Lab podcast and um, saw some really fun and interesting conversations come about from it but yeah that was courtney's baby for the quarter it was it was amazing okay and we probably could uh, relate there more about this topic also because i le uh, listen about this uh, culture thing about values power values and also the location and uh, different backgrounds so you have a great mix uh, because I could say that from the gecko when I listened to it uh, I, I did a note to self uh, I said this have you seen the movie uh, Pursuit of Happiness with a different spelling yes uh, of course yeah so I, I related to that uh, directly and, and also I, I I'm dabbling around with uh, Buffer and we'll come in that as a personal way of using Buffer and also how small businesses and solopreneurs could do that and that probably what lead up to our connection uh, to talk uh, and I would say that from the get I, I did a note to self there also uh, what would you say about this and now maybe it's uh, putting you here directly on the spot uh, auto magically in a made up word versus <laughs> real real time social media activities uh, do you know a guy called Scott Stratton yes 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 so I am in a camp that I want to automate things, but I want to be real time at the same time. Mm -hmm. Do you, do you get where I'm drifting at? I do. I do. I, I love the word auto magically. That's, that's yeah. great. So I, I guess you can do, I guess my answer in short and simple would be you can do both, but it does take extra work. So I think what's so wonderful about buffer and, you know, any of the scheduling software programs out there is that, Social media is very time consuming as marketers know. It's almost nearly impossible to, if you're trying to put out, if you're a large, you know, small to medium, even large size business, you know, consistent content is key. And that's what Buffer really helps you to do is be consistent with your content, schedule it out at the best times, et cetera, et cetera. But to be successful on social media, you also have to have that extra you know, real time, real engagement. And so it's not enough just to schedule or just to post it consistently or at the right time. You actually have to then follow up with all the content that you put out on social media and interact with your fans, your audience, answer questions. And so I guess, you know, thinking about scheduling and real time, it can be one and the same. It just takes a little bit of extra effort and uh, on the part of the person who's actually putting the content out. Yeah, and uh, same thing. I will probably uh, reach out to you and and check out your sites and resources. How to start with Buffer? Because I have been a late uh, uh, person there, late to the game. Uh, but it could be that my personal feelings about this and uh, how to interact. And and I mean, I, I thank you, John Ferrer, again, that introducing me to it, and also Elaine Smith that have talked about Buffer and others. So um, I used a service called Hootsuite for, for my moderating work mm -hmm. and then it was very good to plug in. But then also John Ferreira mentioned about that how service my favorite social media channel and platform I think it is also because it's a distinction between a platform and a channel I think uh, that you can have communication and conversation adding something to the conversation. It's, uh, uh, contrasting to pushing it out, so to speak. Um, but then I see that Twitter and others have, uh, how to say, fixed with the API and the code. So it had been harder to do these things, to, to have a dashboard. 
And now when I was dabbling, uh, because I only t- downloaded it uh, yesterday, so I, I, I did uh, a test and so on. But then I was, okay, will, when will it come out? Uh, I have to check and so on. But I mean, it's a, it's a learning process, of course. Yes, of course. Yeah, it, it does take, you know, a, a while, I guess, to get used to following up with content and, and learning ways that works best for your schedule to interact with your audience. And I think, you know, that sort of dashboard that you're referring to, that's what, you know, a lot of users use Hootsuite because they do have a quote unquote dashboard for monitoring. But that's also one of the reasons that we purchased, I don't know if you might've seen this in the news, but Buffer purchased a company called Respond in the last uh, year. And so that's Mm -hmm. kind of our take on what you would call a dashboard. And so that's for monitoring conversations on Twitter because we put a high, high emphasis and value on engagement with our audience. So we actually probably send more individual personalized tweets to our audience than we do just content each month. I think we send between, you know, three and 4,000 individual personalized tweets to our audience members and, and about, you know, 500 pieces of content out. So we're actually like four or five times engaged than we are just pushing content out to, uh, on social media. Yeah, and that's why I, I, I got curious and interested about your company and the culture and so on. Uh, and also when uh, Julia started out to reach out and, and, and then handed over the baton, you could say, to you guys. So, and that was pretty funny to, to see the communication back and forth and Amy, the robot, helping out there. So, um, yeah, so both personal and you can also have automatic automatically uh, doing it so we'll come in a bit more of what uh, small business could use this uh, maybe after the half time and so on but uh, mm. when you say this um, locations and also i listen to the podcast about uh, power values uh, could you tell me about uh, and we will come back to your personal things also uh, any products that you have personally and also at, at work and hobbies and so on yeah, I would love to. Yeah, thanks for asking. So I guess I work right now at Buffer. We have a lot of great things going on. We have four or five people on our marketing team who, so it's a very small, tight-knit group, but we, we do a lot of fun things. So right now we're focusing on the Buffer social media podcast, which is absolutely going to be fantastic. Hopefully I'm leading that project and I have um, a few teammates, Haley, that you actually chatted with, yep. Haley Griffiths. She's my, I would guess we would call her my co-partner my co-host she's helping yeah, me have, uh, to interact there uh, you have different uh, how to say bi- so-called business titles uh, in a bit funny way <laughs> so you can tell me more about that also yeah, yeah so she's actually so we take a very unique approach to titles at it buffer so she's actually pr crafter mm-hmm. and you know i'm the standard social media manager we couldn't quite find a, a unique name for social media manager but we have you know happiness heroes and cat cat um inclusivity catalysts and uh twitter heroes and um we just have a bunch of fun names yeah i will give you one for uh, for so-called free van uh, i'm i have been called a social media evangelist by a friend and an author and uh, speaker called stefan engeset in stockholm and he has written a book about PR, PR and how you do it in, in a smart way uh, that I will direct you to. So yes, please. He, he has called me because I, this thing about expert and so on, I could probably call myself that because I've done my 10,000 hours at least. as right. well, <laughs> Because I started blogging in 2002, podcasting 2006, etc. Uh, but and I'm not uh, also religious, but I, I love this powerful world, like evangelist, that you are spreading the good word about this, uh, how you could use new media. Uh, so that's why I, I like to that somebody else uh, called me that. Uh, you know, uh, I actually love that's a that's the second time in in two days now that I've heard the word social media evangelist, and it's actually it's got a nice ring to it. Yeah, I think Tamara is probably one uh, first, but, and she is, I mean, an expert, real expert in social media. Tamara uh, and written books and so on, and great blog po- posts about it. I think she was called that also and mentioned that. So yeah, so yeah, please do. So because I mean, I studied organization leadership in in America, in at uh, so I'm alumni at Southern New Hampshire University in Manchester, New Hampshire, on the east Excellent. coast. And then uh, we we learn the distinction distinction there between 
manager and a leader. I mean, you could be both, but also I think in this project, I what I could hear the vi vibes and so on is that you're leading a, a new project that hopefully will be an ongoing thing. And uh, feel, free, feel free if you want to bounce something back and forth regarding podcasting and so on. So, yeah, yeah, I would love that. Yeah, we are quite new to the podcasting world. And so I will, I'll probably send a few questions your way. I, I will link in the show notes about uh, the article that uh, that you posted uh, regarding um, your new show there. That was your uh, special project there with the Culture Lab. So and there it was a long article with what you have, because that's what you have done. You have shared and giving lots of advice for free with uh, mentioning uh, podcasting tools, tips, etc. Mm -hmm. and so on. So that's, I mean, I have a personal interest to, to learn how could I use Buffer in my uh, podcasting workflow? Because I have experience from it, but you learn new things all the time. And you more you know, <laughs> you more things you come up with, how could you do this process in a in a smarter, leaner, more automatically way, but still have a personal touch, so to speak. So I want to focus on the positive thing. But I mean, I have some experience about what hap happened with um, podcasting now when marketers are out there. And maybe we could do that for off record also and talk more about that in the future. Yes, sounds um, great. But you probably know where, where I'm going there too. Uh, and I like uh, a healthy de debate also. And, and uh, we will have a discussion there around uh, half time about the trader uh, principle. So do you have any, uh, you have this product, podcasting products and that I think probably talk, takes a lot a lot of time for you um, any more thing uh, that you want to tell about uh, buffer that you have what you what's going on now yeah sure so i think the other i guess big bucket of content that we're focusing on in quarter three of 2016 is video social media video and video marketing and that's something that in the years that buffer has been on social media we haven't really experimented with and really focused on and so another i guess one of the projects and it's funny you mentioned you know talking about managing versus leading and i think that's one thing being a smaller team like we have on the marketing team at buffer it's everybody sort of even you know across buffer everybody sort of leads their own projects which actually gives us a nice kind of range to do what we are interested in and passionate about, but then we also have, you know, manager level that help us to kind of guide to, you know, goals and all that. So yeah, video, video marketing and social media videos, definitely a quarter three project that I'm leading and having a lot of fun experimenting with. Mm -hmm. Do, will you do live streaming and so on also? Because I have uh, I discussed that uh, and it's great that it's worked so well here with the Ringer thing and so on. That's a tool that have helped me a lot for recording. Uh, when I talked to um, Tim Sinclair about that, about when you listen to podcast, you can listen whenever you want. And then you have this other uh, trend that's coming that you consume things in uh, live, live streaming. So, and, and there you have this with videos and so on, but uh, compared with television. So it, it's interesting what you could do it at your own time and own leisure, but also you have things like Snapchat and others that is in the moment. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, I think those are the big ones. And Instagram stories just being released, that is yeah. huge for Instagram. Yeah, but I think we've been experimenting with Facebook Live video. Yeah. And we've seen a tremendous increase in organic reach to our posts and, and likes and engagement. And so that's something we're definitely going to focus on more is that that thought of live broadcasting mm. and ways we can bring our audience in in real time. Periscope's another great example for Twitter where, as you know, you know, you live stream an event. And I think we're starting to see that more and more with brands is, you know, being real and authentic and bringing their audience in real time. And that's what Facebook Live has been great for. Um, but yeah, yeah, definitely experimenting with all sorts of video this quarter. Mm. And, and and when uh, we got, to, I think it was Heli that asked about that. Uh, and yeah, and Darcy also on Twitter, uh, what kind of like uh, some episodes from my podcast uh, work uh, in, in order to preparation for you guys to listen. And then I give, gave some examples and one was... Uh, uh, Pierre de Boyos uh, on Simana Analytics and he is an expert on, on uh, social media analytics and uh, stats and, and data and so on. So uh, 
have you seen that have you um, how do you say evaluated and uh, researched and doing some white papers and what not what not on on the sharing things because i mean when i saw buffer the first time i think it was on blogs and i wonder okay what's that's black symbol with free papers or whatever you could say stacked mm -hmm. and then you saw a number and then for example i have it very simple shared function on my ego net cost uh, website that's powered by squarespace so i mean i've i've used the default function and i think it's twitter uh, Uh, Facebook um, and some others, uh, but not, I mean, not Buffer as a default, but I think it's a long list, so you could you could click and find Buffer also. But then, I mean, Twitter stopped with uh, showing statistics as a default. Uh, have you any ideas and thoughts how you see the different social media channels and platforms uh, using Buffer and uh, which are most uh, popular or trends that's uh, some upcoming and some maybe maturing and so on that you could yeah, share? Th yeah, that's a great question. I, uh, you know, we just ex very excited to announce just released our integration with Instagram. So essentially you can schedule Instagram posts. Mm -hmm. a, a lot of the channels, as you may know, Martin, just due to the API limitations and yeah. Instagram is, is, um, they do not fully allow you to schedule posts across, you know, from start to finish, but our, our new integration allows you to at least schedule posts. But, but if you look at, I guess, how people are using buffer for social media, it's about a 25% share across the, I guess what you would call maybe the four major platforms, uh, Facebook, mm. Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram. Yep. And, but we do integrate obviously with Pinterest and, um, And then Snapchat is not available for integration because they're of a, a authentic, you know, or a real time platform and their API is quite closed. Mm. But yeah, if you look at the people or the the share of users, it's it's the big four, the Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And we actually just released a really, really cool blog post that I'll have to share with you. Uh, we studied over 16 million posts and 100,000 wow. brands on social media. And came up with some pretty interesting findings um, through all that. You know, how often brands post per week, what types of posts get the most engagement for brands, sort that sort of study um, that we post on our blog. And everything we post, we don't do much experimenting with white papers or ebooks because part of our buffer values and our culture is to is that idea of uh, providing content for free. And so we. Mm -hmm haven't really experimented with what you would call, I guess, like download gating where we ask for it name and email before mm -hmm. a user gets a piece of content. So you can find these huge, probably should be eBooks or white papers on our, on our blog for free. But yeah, there's a lot of great resources on there about how a brand share, what brand share, what's getting the most engagement, uh, what's working and what's not. Mm, great. And, uh, sounds like, and I, I like what you said there about the, uh, email and all the contact information and, and what's the value. I mean, um, and that's what I have been, um, I mean, struggling and thinking about also for my newsletter and an upcoming site uh, that I'm doing that I want to put like an umbrella for all my interest and passions and uh, works and so on and projects. And uh, have it as a lead thing also, but also, how would you say, in a, in a nice way. Right. Uh, I, I recently started, uh, and I could include that as uh, in the show notes also, a uh, program called uh, The Thistle uh, to uh, start a blog that matters. And I joked with myself and said it's uh, on, at time to, for me as being a blogger since 2002 to, to create or start something that really matters, so to speak that could lead to, to business and so on. But I have also great experience for with doing this, sharing things um, for free. Mm -hmm. You have an expression in Swedish called uh, everything between uh, the sun and, and uh, how to say, the ground. Mm -hmm. um, so um, that I've done, I have interest in like, uh, and that also uh, John and I discussed about personal interest like cats, uh, chili pepper, tea, and so on, mm -hmm. and, and that connecting also. So I, I must say that I, I like that very much, um, your style and how you uh, reach out to your customers and potential customers and others in the industry. Yeah, thanks, Martin. Yeah, and I think that's a, 
important part of what makes buffer buffer. And I think that's one of the reasons that we have a following the way we do, you know, one thing we don't have is we don't have salespeople either. And that's definitely a digression from their traditional startup slash software sales company, Yeah, or, you know, and so, you know, not having salespeople, uh, and not having, I guess, these sort of like ebook enter your email address to get this resource is definitely yeah. makes us different. And there's been times where we question that, you know, and it's, it's definitely healthy to question whether that's the right way to go or not. And, and to continually look and to see if, if it's, if we're missing out on certain opportunities or not, but you know, as of now, we're continuing down that, that path. Great. And, and I must say, and give you a personal uh, thing there. And uh, I, I try to be a nice sales guy, <laughs> but I'm a former purchaser. So you could imagine what I have met during my days. <laughs> Right, uh, right. Regarding sa- salespeople. So, I mean, yeah. So, I, I like <laughs> your attitude to that. And and I will do a, like a segue here. Do you have like Sappos, that you have a huge library of uh, business books and uh, personal development literature and so on? Yeah, you know, personally myself. Yeah, yourself and at the company or, or something like that. Yeah, so we, one of the, you know, I, apologize for continually bringing up buffer stuff but at buffer we have access to yeah thanks uh one of the really cool perks we have is unlimited kindle books so we can literally order any sort of book we want online so that definitely is an incentive for buffer employees to read uh personally i i heard you mention malcolm gladwell earlier in the show he's i'm a big fan of his and his podcast yeah um currently reading blink and that's Mm -hmm. an excellent book in the you know instant decision making and we read a lot of other books on you know business practices and leadership and i also like some nonfiction once in a while to take my mind off everything but yeah i think reading is a big part of of being a buffer employee and uh, i don't know really anybody a buffer that doesn't like to read a ton so that's definitely a, a big a big area of that we focus on here Yeah, and uh, great. And I didn't ask you for that uh, full disclosure. So it was funny because when you mentioned Kindle, and Kindle is owned by Amazon, and Amazon they own also Audible. And uh, one of my affiliates that I have uh, is Audible Trial. So I will read a short uh, sentence, and they say here when they give instructions how to say it, that you could do it in your own way. So I will do that. So Audible, uh, you could find there if you want to have a free trial and listen to a book on audibletrial.com forward slash ego netcast. And I will read... um, like a mid-roll placement here because it's a half time. So Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash ego netcast and choose from over 180,000 audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash ego netcast. That's audibletrial.com forward slash ego netcast. So now the listener should know it and get started today. And then uh, why they say, uh, why audible? Because we have competition here in Sweden that we could have a discussion about also about audiobooks. Audible uh, content includes uh, this uh, so many programs. And now they also have uh, this, uh, they call it not podcast, but they call it, um, oh, what, what is it now? Uh, I, will, I will figure it out and, and put it in the show notes. But it's similar to podcast, but it's more like an audio snippet of books and articles. For example, it is included um, uh, Wall Street Journal, I think, in, in uh, your Audible uh, trial. So you could, if you have an Audible account, and I, I get this every month, a book. So this uh, Maxwell uh, Gladwell, uh, what was it, Blink, right? Blink, yep. Yep, so I will check that out. I have a long list, a wish list of books to read and so on. Yeah. And <laughs> Don't in, we all? In the future, I will, I sent uh, the email guest uh, template and there uh, probably will be a guy that will uh, fit your, um, how to say, uh, Uh, style uh, Chris Raymer do you know him uh, I do not he, actually uh, he, he I, I learned him from from Twitter when he was um, having a, like a t-shirt uh, company and then he was headhunted to a coffee roastery and then now he's in academia and he was written a book called happy work in one word so uh, check out that book and I will see if that's on on audible also excellent well thank so. you for the suggestion 
Yeah, you're welcome. So um, now during halftime, uh, and it was some time ago, it was uh, Super Bowl, and uh, John and I, we talked about that also. A uh, common friend here uh, is... Uh, um, Now the name is uh, gone for that. Brian, Brent Leary that interviewed John Ferreira, and he said something about uh, New England Patriots. I learned about uh, American football during my college uh, time there at East Coast. Do you uh, watch uh, American football? I do, Barton. I'm a big football fan. Yeah. So may I ask uh, which team? You know, I am from a spot in California that doesn't quite have a team, but we just signed the Los Angeles, or I guess it was the St. Louis Rams, but are going to become the Los Angeles Rams. So I'm quite happy about that. But you're welcome to root for New England Patriots also. You could do that. <laughs> that sounds good. You, I think you just recruited me. <laughs> yeah, that's good. So uh, have you read about this trader, trader principle? You know, I did. I hadn't heard about it before I came on the show, but I read up on it this morning. It was quite interesting. Great. Any, any thoughts, ideas, comments? You know, I think the first thing that came to mind was marketing when I read mm. this. And I don't know if that's what was supposed to come to mind. Uh, but it really resonated with me thinking about, you know, a man or a woman trading his or her skills to an employer. I don't know why. That mm. was the first thought that came to mind when I read the, the trader principle. Interesting, yeah, because it's it's a freely exchange there uh, between uh, an employer and an employee, and also with trade, uh, and also as we are doing now. I mean, nobody has forced us to talk to each other here. We have done that freely. So yeah, uh, I appreciate your uh, thoughts and comments there, and uh, also I will include that in the show notes so you could read. And I could recommend if you haven't read anything by Miss Rand yet, uh, that could be a great summer reading for you. Because, All right, is that and yeah. that's the objectivist objectivist yeah. ethics? Okay, great. Yeah, uh, and her uh, she has written no novels also, uh, the Atlas Shrugged, uh, uh, the Atlas Shrugged, and the Fountainhead, for example. Oh yes, so, yeah. So it's great, and I many in I mean, IT and tech and startups have uh, said that they have been inspired by by her uh, writings. So it could be worth checking out. And that sounds me, like a I, great read. Being being a student of her philosophy for for a long time, and uh, I mean that's what I want to do with my podcast. I'm saying that I'm trying to spread uh, better ideas uh, regarding new media, business philosophy, and the good life, including tea. So, <laughs> I love it. I will ask you about that also at the end. So, what's uh, Brian? Your future plans uh, yourself? I mean, we know about the podcast thing, and I'm very interesting to hear more about that. And when it's launching and getting live, and I will spread um, the, the good word about that. You know, my podcast you could listen on a standalone app. Uh, so, if you search on uh, Google Play. On Amazon Store, if you have a Fire Phone, I mean it's proper, proper, popular in North America, I think. But uh, yeah, I don't know so much uh, around the world. But and then, of course, uh, as I am uh, Apple fanboy on um, uh, uh, Apple Store. So if you search on Ego Netcast, you could uh, download the app for free. Uh, so have you have you played around that with different um, podcast and podcaster uh, catchers? I mean, on iPhone, uh, podcaster app is uh, default. So, yeah, you know, I think that's the one and only app that I use to find podcasts. And I'm actually looking at the app right now. It's it's, it's just too good. I love it. Is there is there any other ones out there I should know about? Yeah, I could. Rec I mean, besides my own app, if you want to listen to my podcast, and you said uh, that was Eagle uh, Eagle Net Eagle Net right. Ghost, Yeah, and you search for that. So, I mean, it's powered by Libsyn. That's one uh, of the hosting companies for uh, for podcasting. You know, I'm so glad you brought that up. We actually use Libsyn ourselves. Yeah, great. Yeah, they have been around for a long time and great service. Elsie and, and uh, Rob and uh, others there at, at Libsyn. So, I mean, then you could, uh, I, I have a package there that you have, I mean, big amount of uh, files and then the app is included. So you could pick that as, as one thing. I mean, again, for the promotion thing, I mean, for me is that I could... Uh, Ask somebody that, okay, if you don't know how to do with an app, I mean, search on App Store if you don't know about uh, podcasting or iTunes or whatever. And it could be also be a fun uh, 
uh, game with your friends. You could say, show me your phone and then search on my, <laughs> for my <laughs> podcast app. <laughs> but uh, I, I could recommend you to, I listened to, to your to Culture Lab on, on uh, Overcast. And I recommend you to, because that's on the iPhone, I recommend you to download that and then you could uh, donate uh, if you want, like the extra uh, features. They are, for example, I, I talk pretty low so you could, uh, uh, how to say, beam up your, your sound. And also if you talk uh, slowly, you could uh, be, uh, uh, speed up your um, um, talk in a natural way. Uh, so uh, when when I listened to to to, you, to your folks there, they talked pretty quick, so you didn't have to. But I did it for fun anyway because I had to walk around before the, this uh, conversation. So I had to uh, speed, uh, speed it up to I think uh, two times or something like that. That's so excellent. A, That's a cool feature. I mean, you, I think you should listen often in a natural way. But I mean, if you have uh, more in a hurry or you have a long podcast, because I try to have into you uh, and conversation like an hour, but it it doesn't have to do that. I mean, uh, could be shorter, it could be longer. But if you are on, on a commute or if it's a long show, you could use this uh, feature and speed up it up to i think to two two point five or even three or something like that so excellent well thanks uh, for the uh, the tip there yeah so um any more there regarding future plans uh, and also if you have any idea about future guests and topics somebody that you would would like to listen to you know that's a good one i have been intrigued recently by marketing psychology podcasts. And I don't know if there's one in particular that I'm thinking about, but I'm always interested to hear professors or psychologists come onto podcasts and talk mm -hmm. about business or marketing or marketing philosophy. I don't know. They did, they bring a certain scholarly viewpoint that I think yep. you can't quite get from a lot of different, it, it sounds like you might be in academia yourself, but yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't have a name in particular. Uh, yeah, um, but I will uh, look for that and and see. Uh, and now it's with this thing with names. But uh, a person uh, uh, that worked early on Forrester and uh, wrote a very good book uh, together with a co-author called uh, Groundswell. I recommend that. And and that's I mean both academic and practical in the same way. So um, excellent, but I, I will include that in the show notes. But I will, I will, I mean, uh, again, happy work, uh, Chris Raymer. He is now in academia. So, I mean, if you reach out to him on Twitter, Chris C H R I S uh, Raymer uh, on, on Twitter, uh, I will do that also. Uh, he will probably give you some uh, tips there. Awesome. And you well, never know, maybe he has uh, something uh, that also uh, lurking with podcasting and so on. I, I know that he has a second book um, uh, in, in, in the works. So, so uh, And I'm guessing it could have something with the area that you are interested in. Yeah, that sounds great. I'll, I'll be sure to reach out to him after the show. Yeah, great. So um, anything else there when it comes to, we talked about white paper and so on, but do you have anything, resources or something that you'd uh, want to share to the listeners and, and the readers of my blog and also fans of Buffer and uh, Ego Nightcast? Yeah, thanks, Martin. I appreciate the opportunity to share. So we have, we're posting three to four new posts. And I guess what maybe the listeners might be interested in knowing is on our Buffer blog, and that's blog.bufferapp.com. Mm -hmm is we tend to we tend to set a very high standard for the type of posts that we put on our blog so we don't write anything usually less than 1500 or 2000 words because we are big believers that you probably can't say a lot in less than that and so we actually just came out with a complete always updated guide to facebook advertising which is about mm -hmm. 5000 words so everything oh. you ever wanted to know about facebook advertising is up on our blog now and there's a ton of other great stuff on there and that's um yeah like i said blog bufferapp.com and yeah i mean there's everything you want to know about social media marketing and we also have an open section on our blog that talks about culture and we are very transparent in everything we do at buffer so you can go on there 
and read about our monthly reports, revenue, team member growth, team member losses, all that sort of thing. So yeah, we're very proud of our blog. It is our main asset and we'd love to share that whenever we can. Yeah, and I look forward to that for a future podcast also because uh, I got the, listened to this uh, first pilot episode, the first and then the 13th. Uh, I got the sense of that you have this uh, theme of transparency and openness in a, in a positive way. I mean, it could be very pol- political correct also, but uh, in, a, in a good way uh, that you are open what what you're doing and learning from your mistakes and so on. I, I for example, wrote an article for... Um, Uh, open forum you know american express mm-hmm. uh, forum about what i learned from my uh, mistakes and uh, trials and errors and so on with my first startup together with some people try, trying to create um, uh, how to say um, third place between your home and your office uh, it was i was personally inspired by an article in the economist about the coffee culture uh, in uh, the 17th 18th 16th 17th 18th 19th uh, century where When, when people went to certain cafes uh, and there it was catering to different uh, target groups and different interests. So, for example, I think it was one of cafes was the uh, start of uh, exchange in London uh, of commodities and so on. Another was for uh, people interested in philosophy, politics uh, and so on. Another was for arts and writers and, and so on. So you you went to special cafe in order to get your interest. Right. And there, yeah, it was an a freely exchange of ideas and so on. So uh, I think that's an interesting way. And then we tried to build a business around that. Uh, the hard thing and the challenge was that it was pretty unique and it's it could be hard to so-called market to sell it and, and get something for it. So then I, I, uh, I wrote a thing about what, what I learned about from that experience. So I, I think uh, that's a good thing. To, and that was on so, open forum, you said? Yeah, uh, I got an uh, offer from uh, Anita Campbell of Small Business Trends uh, to write for them uh, some years. Uh, now it's pretty some years ago um, because they had an account there. So uh, that was that was nice. I wrote uh, uh, several articles there for American uh, Express there for the open forum. So, yeah, yeah, I love that resource. That's a great one. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it will be interesting to see uh, other sources like that, and that we could probably have uh, what you said, quality, and that what the fizzle thing is uh, their uh, motive to have a good quality content. Then we could discuss what's what's good quality content and what's giving right. effect. Right, and then, yeah, then there's I mean, that discussion. Yeah, uh, but but uh, still, uh, to have a debate about that is pretty um, interesting, and also, I mean, what's length and and so on, and yeah, uh, I think that's a. Uh, good thing and that could be leading up also to my favorite beverage tea because i'm i'm writing a book series on tea and there i i have a i want to have it illustrated by a friend that also have done uh, work for me blog banners and logotypes and also a caricature of myself so if you go to my site there ego netcast you see a caricature of myself with a cap on baseball cap and a microphone in my hand so that's john cox and he will illustrate my book uh, and book series and if you think about uh, like a children books theme And I listened to, and who was that? Yeah, it was um, StoryBrand. That's another podcast that I could recommend. Um, and they talked about with the guy who has written this, uh, oh, uh, one, one Minute Manager. Uh, and they talked about how they reached out to uh, children's books um, author in order to explain how to be a manager in one minute. And that's pretty neat. Yeah, so, that is neat. Uh, So I will include that also. If you do, you have any tea drinkers at uh, at your headquarters and spread around the world. You know we do actually. We have a big fan base of tea drinkers at Buffer. That's for sure. I know I've been drinking a lot of tea in Vancouver, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, usually you know in California they have chai tea, of course, but in Vancouver they have a delicious tea called chai rooibos. I yeah. don't. Probably not pronouncing that correctly, but yeah, it's like it's like a chai right. spiced. Yeah, and rooibos. I will cover that um, tea, so-called tea, in book um, eight 
because that, that's the plant from uh, from South Africa, and they, they often use it. It's called the red bush, so they use it as a, because it's not any caffeine in it. Uh, so it's like a substitute or alternative to tea. But it has been so uh, popular and common that you say red tea. Ah. So, yeah, uh, and chai is uh, the short for uh, chai masala, uh, Indian, for spices. Um, it's a special spice with black tea and herbs and spices and so on. So well, I'm, and glad, it's I, I'm also, glad I said that then, because that was interesting. Yeah, to, yeah that's interesting And it's to know. also a very old word for tea. So <laughs> I have, for example, friends, uh, Persian friends, uh, and uh, chai is a uh, tea uh, word in pe- Persian for for tea. Really? So, yeah. So it's it's an interesting area there, and now you probably understand. But I'm a pretty <laughs> pretty interesting this. Theme. I was going to say you are very knowledgeable uh, on tea, and I love it. That yeah, was awesome. And yeah. I say, as you said, the word love. I am an amateur. I am a lover of this field, and this is what I'm grappling with to create a book series because it will not be a bible, so so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or the manifesto or, or maybe a manifesto because it will be some uh, philosophical ideas in it also but it not will be not the I mean how do you say the definite guide to tea because I know others have already done it that will do it in the future but it will be more like a a, a journey and, and a, a story that you uh, could enjoy uh, over a cup of tea uh, when you are drinking or giving as a gift so that's uh, well that sounds lovely i mean even just talking about what you talked about there and like the origin of chai and what it means to different cultures it sounds like there's a lot of uh deep meaning behind tea yeah it it is it is so is tea your favorite beverage or do you have any other beverage it could be of course uh, uh, at uh, depending on the situation and so on Yes, I would say it mostly depends on the situation. Is it a Friday night? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm actually getting, I've been trying a lot of kombucha lately, which is definitely taking the Western world by storm. That's for sure. And it's funny that you mentioned this, and this is not, as I said, uh, recorded in, in in advance. I have a good friend called Palle Fried Svensson. He is, uh, he is experimenting in kombucha. And that's real tea, so that will be in book seven. <laughs> first, I have to do book first uh, in order to get this crowdfunding campaign. But you understand, and this idea I got from the illustrator, he said... Instead of doing one book, why don't do a whole series? And it have several advantages. You could continue the conversation. In the end, you could earn more money, maybe. Uh, and it, it could you could have a conversation between the books, and you build something over time. Uh, because otherwise, it will be what will what will you exclude? What will you include? Etc. Right. Uh, and kombucha, I have learned pretty recently, and that's real tea. And you could use black, green, whatever. Uh, but then you, and this is what, where it comes a bit interesting, and maybe <laughs> some listeners may, maybe wonder a bit. It's, it's like an active uh, bacteria culture. So it's, it's like that you have so, sourdough or something like that, or, or archie, artesian bread. Uh, so you have to keep this culture uh, living, so to speak. And then uh, the sugar, uh, the tea is eating up the sugar. I mean, I'm explaining it in a, in a very simple way. And then you get lots of health, they say health benefits and so on. But it, it, it's uh, almost an art to take care of this because you can't only le- let it sit there for some time and right. pick it up a couple months later because then it could be <laughs> something else than <laughs> kombucha. It looks, a, yeah, yeah, it looks a bit strange when it's in the bottles, that's for sure. Yeah. But that's, I mean, it's a tea, but it's a different kind of uh, doing this. So uh, I want to add that uh, in one of his books. Yeah. Oh, okay, so uh, do you have sp- uh, special places in Vancouver and in California that's serving this? You know, yeah. So we have it, pretty much all of the coffee shops around Vancouver and California have started to adopt camp- kombucha. And so mm. now they even have it on tap pretty much everywhere mm. you go. Yeah, because it's almost, I mean... Uh, talking about Friday night, I mean, if you, it's if it's wine or uh, other be- beverage, maybe beer, it could almost have a, a, like um, how do you say uh, 
like a uh, fruity or, or, or citrusy thing that you can have in IPA beer or something like that. Right, it or has like in, that. In, in California, what's this? And I'm not sponsored by them, and, and but we could mention <laughs> them anyway. I mean, what's this great? Uh, now it's not called microbrewer anymore. It's called craft craft beers, right? Yep, craft. Uh, yeah. Uh, in California, in San Francisco, you have a great uh, company there. With small bottles, what 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 are they calling? Yeah, uh, so something? yeah, micro brew and craft brew. We have you know, there's too many bottles. to names. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I I will have to search for that. But it looked like um, a maritime uh, symbol. Like oh, an, anchor uh, steam. Yeah, thanks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, and others. So, so I mean, that's interesting. And if you have any tips on on be other beverages like beer, wine, whatever, please uh, sh give a shout out or send on Twitter or an email, and we could include that also. Will do. So, yeah, certainly. Yeah. And, and I would and now, love to extend uh, just a quick invitation to yeah. drop us a link to your crowdfunding campaign. When yeah. you get that started with your T book, I'd be happy to drop that into our uh, Slack channel and promote it to our oh. buffer employees. Great. I appreciate that very much because I want to spread the good word. And talking about Slack, I mean, in a way, I'm interested in new shiny gadgets, but I'm also not hesitant. That's the wrong word. But um, I, I'm also that I want to touch it. I want to write by hand and so on. So, for example, I, I support a crowdfunding campaign called Rocketbook. Mm -hmm. Have you heard about that? Is it similar to like those bullet journals? Similar, uh, but this, with this book, and I try to bullet journals also because one my favorite is like moleskin to write in uh, scheduling and so on. But then I put it in uh, in my iPhone and so on also. But this is uh, like a notebook, and then you write it, and then you could use different symbols to to send. So that this where you have this automatic thing also. So then you could send to like a Dropbox or email or some other source. Uh, like notes or, or meetings, uh, uh, notes from meetings and so on. And and the, the thing is, when you filled up the book, you could put it in your microwave and uh, then reuse it because you use a special pen called friction pen. So it's uh, ink, but it you could erase it. Oh, that's interesting. So of course you could buy more books if you right. have different projects or and so on, but it's a good quality paper and so on. So I, I supported that crowdfunding campaign, and, and that's interesting to think because my background is, uh, I mean, manufacturing. I was a purchaser for in the welding industry. I mean, this project is not heavy technically, but still it is. I mean, the first uh, iteration, uh, they said, okay, we have to go back to the writing boards because the, the book cover is uh, <laughs> it's uh, igniting when you put it in the microwave. So that's not so good. <laughs> I mean, I'm joking with it. Maybe it's right. overstating it. So, I mean, it took from, from the day I, I put the money and I think I don't want, I was not the first one, but I mean, a, a year before, before it, it was delivered. Uh, and my challenge is that I need the money for the illustrations and then it will come over over time. But it's interesting how now in modern uh, times how you could support things that you that you know about, like and, and trust and, and want to support. Right. So and I, I have a feeling that I will uh, get a hang of a buffer later on and, and use it as a tool in my uh, personal uh, work life and in business and so on. Uh, do you have any, I mean, uh, offer or something for, because I saw that and uh, if you want, you could uh, talk a bit more about that for solo entrepreneurs, small business owners, because you have different business um, accounts and that's a good thing for, I mean, how are you uh, making money and how will you stay in in the future? Because you have, you could have a certain amounts of uh, accounts and so on, but then you have extra feature. Could you, I mean, tell me a bit more about that? Yes, I would be happy to. So you can sign up for free at Buffer anytime you want as an individual. You get yeah. access to every social platform. We do not have, you know, you, you're allowed to have a Facebook one profile per social platform on our pre on our free plan, and then we have, you know, every level going up from there. We have an awesome plan a small plan, a medium and a large plan. So we actually do offer free 30 day trials for uh, buffer for business. So we'd be happy mm -hmm. to have you come try out the product that gets you access to multiple profiles on each platform. Uh, 
unlimited scheduling analytics. We have a great analytics platform that allows you to, you know, manage and monitor all of your social media efforts in one spot. Uh, we have a really, really cool tool available with all of our plans that actually allows you to go in, put how many times you want to post per day on each platform, and it will tell you what the optimal times are based on previous interactions from your audience, which is something I use daily. I love that tool. And, you know, we have also a free image creator tool called Pablo. So if you uh, go to pablobybuffer.com, you'll see our image creator tool. And like I said before, we also have Respond, which is Respond by Buffer. And that's about it. But yeah, we have um, levels or plans ranging from 10 bucks a month all the way up to 399 a month for enterprises, enterprises and agencies. So we'd be happy, happy, happy to have you try our business plan for free today. And I hope that didn't sound too salesy, but we would love to have you on our on our buffer. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, uh, it sounds good. So, uh, and we will keep it in the recording. So, okay, thank and, you, uh, Martin. Thank you. Yeah, so I like that, and uh, and that's at the end. I have that point, like a call to action. And for me, is that you go to egonetcast.com forward slash support, and where you could see how you could support the show, and also spread the good word and listen how you listen to the podcast, etc. So, um, yeah. Um, Anything else that you want to end with? Any thoughts, uh, ideas, uh, any things that you will do next? You know what, Martin? That is a great question. And I would encourage any small business owner listening now to not be scared of social media and give video a try this year. It is definitely the hottest thing out right now. So get on Snapchat, get on Instagram stories and give video a try. Yeah. And uh, I will also include a thing about that. And uh, now I don't remember what it was called, but I will include it in the show notes. It was Elaine Smith that uh, had a, a video on YouTube about it. Uh, it was a catchy name, but now it's blank. It, uh, if you have like a street performer and, and then I think it started with a B. Uh, oh, Brooker or something like that. Um, then you uh, could also do a video about uh, d when you're doing something like a tea tasting or whatever, or, yeah. or um, uh, some some uh, some uh, musical thing or whatever. Yeah. Well, you and, know, Buzzfeed then, Buzzfeed did a yeah. really cool uh, example of a Facebook Live performance. They had an yeah. actual live dance battle on Facebook Live, and in the comments, they were asking people to vote and rate the dances so it was like a live i don't know have you heard of like american idol or anything yes yeah, yeah so it was like a live the, version of a performance of that too yeah oh yeah, yeah right yeah simon cowell is, he's from yeah. he's from great britain isn't he so yeah. yeah i mean just doing things like that and, and having your like that's what's great about live is you can make your audience an active participant in whatever you're doing like a tea tasting you know have yeah. have people vote on what their favorite tea or or rate the certain type of tea you're drinking from on a one to ten and and that sort of thing yeah, uh, and now I search here on my iPad at the same time. Uh, it, uh, it's called Busker. Re rewarding live videos. I like the slogan there. So you could do a video and then uh, people could reward you by, by sending uh, like a tip or, or, or graduation or something like that. Uh, or donation uh, on PayPal, I think. So, that is very cool. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now as we speak. And they are uh, located in Los Angeles also, busker.co. And you know, CO is Colombia. <laughs> I was wondering, I've always wondered what CO was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you know what IO so, is? Uh, uh, it's uh, not something in, something out, but it's uh, in, in uh, some Indonesian, uh, Indonesian uh, yeah, small Excellent. islands or something like that. Okay, good to know, good to know. Yeah, so, yeah, great. Uh, so um, I think with that, I will take a sip here of matcha green tea. And uh, have you uh, had breakfast yet or uh, what, what's your uh, next meal? You know, I have. It is 10 a.m. this morning. I'll probably go for a little fruit basket. And, you know, I just tried matcha green tea for the first time the other day and loved it. 
Great. Then, uh, then we could talk more about that because I'm a distributor of a uh, product here called uh, for matcha green tea. Yeah, uh, that's very handy that you could use. Like you put, uh, I have it here in in a bottle, and you could have uh, serve it uh, warm or cold, or for example in in uh, like a smoothie or something like that. Right. And it has lots of health benefits to it because you consume. I, I like regular tea, and I mean I am big black tea. Uh, drinker uh, and I've done my own tea blend with that uh, black teas um, but here you consume then you have it f- through the leaves tea leaves like a tea bag or in a kettle but here you you drink uh, the tea the whole tea so they have done studies of, uh, about that and in Japan they have used this in in ceremonies and uh, for a long time so and I know it's very popular in America you probably have uh, places for matcha uh, but serving only uh, matcha in different uh, forms yes yes of course yeah there's a tea is becoming quite popular in america and i it was it was popular for a long time but seemingly in the last year or so even more yeah great and we will talk more about that because i haven't been on the west coast so i want to go there some someday and see well you're you always welcome me. that's for sure yeah thanks yeah. when you could give me tips on tea tea yes places yes of others. course so are, are you not a coffee drinker then uh, I'm, I'm joking I, I will i will buy a domain i will not say uh, which but uh, I, I i could say it i mean i will it, you have the end ending domain like co but you have a domain and uh, ending coffee <laughs> uh, but no dot t yet but i will buy something with <laughs> and play with uh, coffee uh-huh. say something about tea and dot coffee <laughs> so you could figure <laughs> out what that could be uh, and more like a joke because uh, at this uh, place that i talked about uh, that was called blue ship uh, cafe and business center uh, I was a barista in training, so I mean, we leased uh, like an espresso machine, like a two. How do you say in in Swedish? You call it gruppa. You have how many? How do you say handles you could have? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you could serve espresso. So I know how to make an espresso. I mean, Good, I know yeah. that it takes like twenty seconds or something like that in and a pressure, and then you should drink it in in it like like you do in Italy and so on within a minute or something like that. Uh, that's the whole style so uh, one of my ideas is that coffee is for the kick and tea is for the ceremony or for contemplation or focus and so on uh, but that's of course it could, be diff- diff- it could be different things and I like coffee as I said when it's uh, like um, an espresso with a little milk like macchiato mm-hmm. or uh, cortado with uh, half and half and of course latte and uh, macchiato um, cappuccino and so on also and that's uh, i mean i said that i was a barista in training and i was also a member of the barista association but i mean if you want to excel in this it's it's a <laughs> it's a lifetime work to do the, all these patterns and mix it the milk and so on and uh, so i drink it i, I drink uh, good coffee also uh, but I'm very enthusiastic and a tea tea drinker. So, <laughs> and yes. you know, I mean, in Sweden here, uh, coffee is the most popular beverage. It's probably in the world. I think it's Finland that's drinking more coffee, but then it's Sweden. So, <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, and I was I was surprised. Propita, yeah, 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 I was and, surprised. And of when course, I uh, in America, we have one uh, Starbucks here in Gothenburg, and I go there. I am a uh, regular member there uh, customer uh, so i like them and i like the service minded and the style and it was interesting have you heard about that story and that probably could relate to your 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 people there uh, uh, employees and and freelancers and so on at buffer uh, when uh, schultz his name started starbucks uh, i think uh, maybe something else uh, but it was one time when they said that okay now we have uh, i mean we have how to say uh, missed our direction so we are selling everything else than coffee and we you know <laughs> right right so they said one day they closed every uh, starbucks uh, in america and said now back to basic now we should because they had automatically coffee machines and so on i mean uh, it, it, you could in italy you could use uh, um, a lever or how to say a handle do it totally manually but then it's pretty i mean 
take some uh, effort and some energy and some power to do it and it's it could be risky also because it's uh yeah it could spring back to you and so on right but uh, generally it's aut- half automatically so you uh, you have this when you press a button it it start to pour but then you have to do manual thing with uh, how do you say pack the coffee and, and uh, count how long it is and so on but then i think they did totally automatically and then they in, in a way lost their spirit of the whole thing so they they closed uh, and you could probably search for that they closed um, uh, the stores for one day uh, i don't know how long it was now and then said back to basic and now we will go back to the coffee uh, uh, foundation it's a great so, move by them yeah yeah it's a great lesson and, yeah and then of course i mean they, and i believe in competition so they have lots of competition out there and that's how it should be so agreed yeah good with that so ha- have a good one uh, brian it was pleasure to uh, talk with you and have a conversation and uh, talk soon again that sounds great martin it was a pleasure uh talking with you today and thank you so much for having me yep Thank you very much and cheers and uh, talk soon again. Cheers.